You're listening to Running Around Charlotte, presented by the Novant Health Charlotte Marathon, the Queen City's premier road race experience. One day, five events with a race day distance for every goal and pace. Find out more or register at runcharlotte.com. Now, here are your hosts for Running Around Charlotte, Tim Rhodes and Jeffrey Cooper. You may have heard that Charlotte's got a lot, and it does, but where did those billboards come from, and what exactly is Charlotte's Got a Lot? Andy Go is here to fill us in and tell us about their connection to the Novant Health Charlotte Marathon, and did we mention he's a runner too? Hey, Andy, how you doing? Hey, Tim. Hey, Jeff. I'm uh, glad to be here, and I'm feeling pretty good. That's great. So, glad yes, to have you. Jeff you. Cooper is here hosting <laughs> with me on Tim Rhodes with the Novant Health Charlotte Marathon. Andy, tell us a little bit about your running story. How long have you been running, and how'd you get started? Well, Tim, I've been running since I was in high school. I picked it up uh, just in, on the track and field team, right? Uh, I, was, I wasn't a cross-country runner. I didn't feel like I had the endurance for that. So, you know, I was just uh, I was starting off with sprints, but then I eventually kind of just uh, landed in the quarter-mile area. I was a quarter mile runner, I guess, was my signature event. Trust me, I wasn't very good at any of the events that I tried out for <laughs> uh, for track. But yeah. quarter mile was like, a, I don't know, what about it just kind of fit, but it, it just was kind of there. And for those of y'all who know track, quarter mile is the split in between a sprint and a distance run. So it's this hybrid of the two, which makes it incredibly difficult. But of course, training for that involved a lot of running and uh you know, that's that's something that I just stuck with all throughout high school, all throughout college, early adulthood. Um, and it's been something that's been really beneficial for me in terms of my physical health, my mental health and uh, and just giving me something to do, uh, you know, to to stay sharp uh, throughout my day. OK. And you um, you said you still run now. Are you still running um what kind of things are you running right now? Well, it's it's uh, 2019 has actually been a great year for me in terms of running because in 2018 I actually tore my left Achilles tendon. It's uh, the same thing that happened to Kevin Durant, except it wasn't in the NBA Finals. Spoiler alert! And it's not oh. costing you millions <laughs> yeah. or making you millions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At that point, I knew my my dream of being the backup point guard for the Hornets was dashed. But. Ooh. But what wasn't dashed was the fact that I could still run, or at least after you know the uh, the months of rehab to get back to that point. And for uh, an Achilles injury, the typical rehab to get to the point where you can get back to running and really doing good physical activity is, is a good 9 to 12 months, so almost a year. So all of 2018 was lost for me. I ended up gaining some weight, uh, and uh, it just was not a great year for me in terms of activity. So 2019... I've been very intentional about getting back out there and running as much as possible. In fact, this year I'm probably on pace for more miles than I've run probably since high school. Um, so running for me has been therapeutic in in the way that, of course, I've always loved to run and I've always loved the escape and the feeling and the freedom of running. Uh, but in 2019, it's taken on a totally different meaning for me because now it's really been the thing that has driven my recovery from this Achilles injury the most. So you bounced back in a really big way going from injured to the most miles you've ever done. And I know I could, Tim, you could probably almost hear our viewers cringing when he said Achilles injury yeah, <laughs> because nine to be 12 painful. months. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. It's definitely a tough one. It's one that ends for basketball players, especially. It's basically a career ender for basketball players. But uh, again, for runners, you know, it's something that we can recover from. Um, so before, uh, you know, I was running maybe about a uh, eight minute, seven, I was topping out about seven and a half minutes at my fastest run. So right now I'm not quite back to that pace. I'd say I'm at a little over eight minutes, but, um, but I'm putting in a lot more distance and a, a lot more time out there on the road. And, and, and it's been so positive for me in terms of just knowing that I can go out there and I can run six miles at a time at a eight and a half minute pace just knowing that that's where I was that that's where I am now versus this time last year when I was you know maybe just getting off crutches or maybe just getting out of the walking boot or maybe just starting physical therapy and learning how to walk again yeah so any any words of encouragement for people who are going through injuries and rehabbing yeah, the don't forget your love of the thing that 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 you're rehabbing towards, you know, whether it's running or a basketball playing or whatever, don't let that injury stop you. I mean, there's this life, you know, you can injure yourself in so many different ways, you can hurt yourself in so many different ways, you can take yourself out of the game in so many different ways. Uh, but don't do that intentionally, right? I, I know so many people who, or so many people said to me, like, after I hurt my Achilles, they're like, Oh, well, I wouldn't be playing basketball again, or I wouldn't be doing this or that. Well, that's not me. I'm I'm still out there playing basketball. I'm back actually back to playing and playing confidently again uh, these days, and it's because of that love of the game or the love of running or the love of whatever it is that you do. Um, make sure that you always remember what that feeling feels like and let that feeling carry you through those dark moments. And there will be dark moments for sure. Well, good. Thank you. Thank you for uh, encouraging those. Uh, I've been uh, in a position where you you know, I've battled through injuries and, you know, it's, it's hard and when you can't run. And, you know, for me, I, I would go for a walk instead, but it's, it's not the same. So, um, you know, transitioning over to what, what you do, um, for Charlotte's got a lot. So, you know, you hear about that and <clears throat> you think about this branding that the, the city had, who, who exactly is Charlotte's got a lot and what do they do? Sure. So Charlotte's Got a Lot is actually uh, more the public-facing content side of the CRVA, the Charlotte Regional Visitors Authority. And of course, the CRVA is tasked with bringing people to our region to spend tourism dollars and to pump money into the economy. So they're very much about trying to get people, uh, whether you live here or whether you're coming from somewhere else, here to do things, have fun, and really enjoy the city. So a lot of what I do with uh, Charlotte's Got a Lot is uh, writing for their blog, for Charlotte's Got a Blog, which they like to call it sometimes. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I like to talk about just things going on. A couple of things I write about are concerts, local concerts going on. And uh, when you know it, local road races. I've written a couple of uh, articles about the different road races here in town, including the Charlotte Marathon. So <laughs> it's uh, a little bit of serendipity for me to be here on the podcast with you guys. Well, that's awesome. Um, so, so I, I, I can connect the dots that um, the marathon, and we've done some economic studies in the past, and, and there's typically an annual um, economic impact of over a million dollars for the event for people that do come from out of town. And for those who may wonder, um, by and large, it's a North and South Carolina event However, you get outside of that metropolitan statistical area that is known as Charlotte, that includes, you know, Iredell County and um, 
Gaston County and Union County and so forth. Um, and those people, whether they come from Greensboro or Raleigh or Columbia or Charleston, doesn't matter. They're coming from out of town and they're putting money into the economy. So I, I connect the dots there. So with all that said, you know, how important is the marathon to Charlotte? Well, it's been the signature running race in the city of Charlotte for, you know, several years now, dating back to when it was the Thunder Road Marathon. And it's always been one of the biggest events of any kind in the city that's brought out so many people uh, within the city uh, to this event, not only to run in and participate in, but of course, all the different cheering stations all around the city with the 26-mile track, you uh, are integrating and involving so many different parts of the city that it's just something that the community can't help but get behind. So the CRVA definitely recognizes that and uh, prioritizes it as something that uh, not only galvanizes the local community here, but shows people, like you said, Tim, all around the region here in the Carolinas and beyond that Charlotte is a city that has uh, big fun events like the Charlotte Marathon. It's awesome. So let's say I'm coming from out of town, maybe South Carolina, like Tim was saying, or maybe even further, and I'm trying to make a weekend of the Charlotte Marathon. I'm obviously running on Saturday, but I need to fill the other time with something. Maybe I'm getting in on Friday, maybe Thursday. What else do I have to do in Charlotte? Like, what's going on? I know you're a part of a lot of the social scene. What else can I do while I'm waiting to run the marathon or after the marathon when my legs are tired and just trying to get around the city? Well, if this is your first time to Charlotte, then I definitely recommend getting here maybe a day or two early because if you're running in the marathon, I'm guessing that you're somebody who likes, you know, being active and possibly being outdoors. So you definitely need to go check out the U.S. National Whitewater Center. Uh, just outside of town, because that is a signature property here in Charlotte. It's the biggest outdoor property with um, with all the different trails, zip lines, uh, uh, obviously the man-made built whitewater rafting loop. That's right in the middle of the facility as well, plus all different sorts of beer gardens and whatnot. You can really spend a whole day there and always be entertained. And of course, you can, if you're there a day or two early, you can get your running, your 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 warm up runs in uh, on their trails near the uh, Catawba River. So that'd be the first place that I would uh, recommend checking out. Uh, other than that, I would plan on spending a night in one of the uh, fun neighborhoods around Charlotte. So Noda is where I live. That's, of course, always a great place to go. But uh, Probably one of the most fun neighborhoods. They even put up a wall for us during the marathon. (laughs) Keep going. (laughs) Right, exactly. Oh, and I've been part of the cheering stations over there at miles 16 and 17. That's the best one. (laughs) We bring bring the heat. Villa Heights, by the way. Uh, I don't want Villa Heights to get confused with Noda, but Villa Heights has a great cheer station. Um, but um, uh, Plaza Midwood, South End, pick any one of those neighborhoods and just post up there and explore some of the restaurants and uh, nightlife venues there. That's a lot of fun, too. Um, also, I want to shout out real quick, uh, Middle Sea Jazz. They're opening this weekend, depending on what time this podcast comes out, but Charlotte's first jazz club, Purely Jazz Club, in uh, 25 years is opening in Uptown uh, this weekend. And that's something that everybody uh, should check out. All right. So we've got a lot for the runners. Charlotte has got a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Smart guys. Yeah. Since you're a uh, Charlotte guru and a runner, do you have any inside scoop on the best places to train in Charlotte? Well, Tim, I 
I can't consider myself necessarily a, uh, a, a, a professional or a real serious runner. I'm the kind of guy who puts in 12 to 15 miles a week and just throws on a pair of shoes and just kind of runs in my neighborhood. So I'm really partial towards the Sugar Creek Greenway that is in Noda, which actually starts right around where I live in Noda. And once it's completed, of course, we'll go all the way down to Pineville. But right now you can actually run from Noda uh, through Uptown, through Elizabeth, through uh, the Greenway there by CPCC and by the hospital and all the way down into you know, South Charlotte and whatnot. And that's a, you know, that's a good eight, nine mile stretch right there that, uh, that'll take you all the way down into South Charlotte. And obviously if you want to go back the other way, that's, you know, you're pushing 20 miles at that point of good uninterrupted space. I mean, the, the, the interchanges around uptown are a little bit tricky, but for the most part, you're running on pedestrian only, um, sidewalks there and through some pretty cool stuff too, especially mm-hmm. by the hospital, by the Creek. Uh, it gets very scenic in that area of town. So, um, that's one of my favorite places to train, uh, probably because <laughs> that's where I'm at 90% of the time. Hey right. Tim, do you remember when he said he's not a serious runner and then told us about the 20 mile <laughs> route that he's taking? That's right. I noticed that. <laughs> and I, I think he's fudging on that 12 to 15 miles a week too. I think you're running more than that. All right, let's pull up the Strava. Where yeah. is it at? <laughs> uh, it's run keeper for me. <laughs> oh, okay. He's a run keeper Is guy. Strava better? Should I switch? I mean, I like Strava. Tim, are you on Strava? I'm on Strava. All folks. right. I mean, two-thirds of the table is on Strava. So. All, right, all right. So here's my <laughs> Strava question. Is my big complaint about run keeper is great. Otherwise, but the, the pausing thing, you know, when you have to stop, like if you're trying to cross an intersection, yep. I'll stop. And it'll be a good 10 to 15 seconds before the timer actually stops. And then when I start going, it's like the moment that like my brain sends the electricity to my muscles to like it can somehow sense that before I actually start moving. And then it starts the timer again. So the the pausing thing is really messed up on. I don't know. How it does that work on Strava? On Strava, I know I just click pause and it pauses right there. Uh, So you manually click it. Yeah, I actually manually click it. On Strava, if you just don't move at all, it will pause for you, but that's really hard to do. Like, at least for me, I walk around if I've stopped. Right, yeah. So it, it is probably me. It's probably the GPS. And he but. says he's not a serious runner. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he's out here testing his watch yeah. against how it pauses. So I, I too, am partial to the Greenways. I think uh, we are very fortunate to have the Greenway system that we have in Charlotte. And, um, you know, we have several up by my house, the Clarks Creek Greenway and uh, Mallard Creek Greenway. And so um, the other thing I like about the Greenways is that they're relatively flat, so (laughs) (laughs) you don't have to go up Moorhead Mm -hmm. on the Greenway. Mm -hmm. Um, So since you're a Charlotte guru and a runner, do you have, uh, let's see, I've already covered that, sorry. So how can we connect with you? And uh, Charlotte's got a lot on social media. Sure. So to connect with me personally, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Andy Go, and that's A-N-D-Y-G-O-H, last name spelled G-O-H, but pronounced Go, like green light Go. On Instagram, I'm The Gojo, so T-H-E-G-O-H-J-O. And then I'm sure if you just find me on LinkedIn, uh, if you just search Andy Go, that's a great place to find me too. Um, oh, and of course, my website is gojo.com. So G-O-H-J-O.com. Great. Awesome. Andy, Thank thanks so much for being here today. My pleasure, guys. Thanks so much. Yeah. Uh, and I'm looking forward to uh, running this marathon. Uh, you know, one of the things about this marathon is that uh, I, I've never run it before, the Charlotte Marathon. 
Um, but it's always been something that I've wanted to do. And it took on extra significance for me after this injury because it was one of those things that I said, I, I, I'm going to run this to prove that that I, I am past this injury. And not only am I past it, but I'm stronger than it too. So thank you guys for giving me this opportunity to be able to prove that to myself. Absolutely. And one more time for the people at home, not a serious runner. <laughs> He's going to just do the marathon. <laughs> we'll make it happen. All right. Thanks, guys. The Running Around Charlotte podcast is presented by the Novon Health Charlotte Marathon. One day, five events with a race day distance for every goal and pace. Running Around Charlotte with your hosts, Tim Rhodes and Jeffrey Cooper, is produced in partnership with Well Run Media and Marketing. Listen for new episodes of Running Around Charlotte, released every week.